Inherently Happy, Episode 80, Think Happy. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. Happy is balance and growth. But how do you think like that? How do you cultivate an outlook like that? Well, opposing viewpoints need to be welcome. And complacent behaviors need to be unwelcome. It's a full-time job. But it does get easier to maintain the more you work at it. You need to consciously recognize your emotions as they happen. So you don't get swept away by them. Not just barely register them like you do when a coworker gets a trim. But really be aware of your emotional states at all times. From the slight to the extreme. Slight ones are hard to detect, granted. And extreme ones are hard to handle. If you don't practice them. You can train your mind. And cultivate an active will. Because if you don't, then you could be at the mercy of your moods. Your will is only as free as you are able to consciously regulate it. Like a bug stuck in a spider's web that gets caught up, but with enough struggling, may be able to free itself once more until it lets its guard down and gets caught up once again. We become so mindless about life, trying to forget everything we've ever learned. We just want to have a simple takeaway. Sum it up, please. What is a happy thought? How do you think happy? Here's how. You need to be able to answer one question for yourself at every second of every day. Am I happy? Do I have balance? Am I growing in my ability to navigate through life? Now I realize that total awareness, being constantly mindful about everything, including your moods, is guru on the mountaintop levels of isolation, discipline, and focus, which most of us don't have the time or interest in achieving. But we can still be more mindful than we are. Yes, I know, we just want a pill, a shot, a recipe, a formula, and a solution to all our problems. But if you practice your emotions by actually feeling each one of them in turn, whether by inducing them with the help of art, science, and or philosophy, or just simply by imagining them yourself and experiencing them that way, then you'll be better able to handle the fickle, fleeting, yet constant pendulum swing of fate. And once you become fluent in your own moods, you won't be so easy to trigger or overwhelm anymore and you'll break free of the web of confusion you've lived in for so long. It clears the mind. And as that is the very thing that helps you navigate through the world, it's a good thing to have on your side. It can also help equalize and refresh the will. The mind and the will. One's hard to move, the other's hard to stop. Balance your mind and let your will grow. Why don't we do this? Oh, we have our reasons. If, say, we let go of our anger, then we may never see justice done. We just want to be mad at people we don't like, afraid of things we hate, free from guilt, free from sadness, full of gladness and hope for no good reason, and still be balanced and ever-growing. By avoiding honest connection, mindfulness, and gratitude? So, you want to eat nothing but dessert and never gain weight or go into diabetic shock with no appreciation of health or wellness. How can you ever be happy like that? Balance and growth are attitudes, motives, challenges, habits, and ways of looking at life. If someone pisses you off, do you piss them off in return in order to achieve balance at the cost of growth? Or do you make it a calm, teachable moment and thereby achieve both? You don't need to retire to a mountaintop, but you might try to pay attention to where your mind goes from time to time just the same. 
and benefit from the confidence and power of balance and growth. And, you know, think happy thoughts. Haha, ha, how's it?